especially after World War II, there was an explosion in the so-called middle-class population. They had more leisure time and less physically demanding jobs. There was only so much time you can spend at home with the wife and kids. You need time to hang out with the boys. Why not try this new golf thing? Yeah, yeah I mean, sort of the preeminent heterosexual tradition then and now is hating your yes. bitch wife. Walk right? And so looking for ways to like not spend time with this woman that you yeah. hate. So as highways opened up, more land for development, it became easier and cheaper to build new golf courses. Lots of golf courses could ac accommodate lots of golfers. Equipment became cheaper and more accessible. Golf clubs started offering lessons to the public so you could golf more good. And suddenly, everyone wanted to spend Saturday out on the course with the boys while the wife stayed home and did who gives a shit. A shitload of yeah. quaaludes and, yeah. like, your neighbor's <laughs> yeah. wife. A lot like, of Valium. Yeah. A lot of Valium, yeah. yeah. Also, some mm -hmm. weird yeah. lesbian love affair. Uh, my, our, our school superintendent got fired for... Uh, embezzlement, but also she was having a secret gay affair, yeah. which is also the kicker of that whole thing. Chicks rock. Um, yeah, so, I mean, this is the thing, right? Th this ostensibly should be a good thing, right? We're democratizing the thing. Uh, rich snobs don't yeah. get to, like, have their hobby exclusive anymore. You know, they, they let Italians do it. Ugh. But, on the other hand, you know, uh, yeah, it, 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 We've now made many more people golfers, and a golfer is a terrible yeah, thing to be. Simultaneously to that. I'll rise that. <laughs> mm, I have thoughts. I'm, I'm working up to the real venom. You have venom. this sort of distinction that shows up between amateur and professional golfers, right? So, amateur and professional golf was originally largely a class-based distinction, with the professionals looked down upon... Oh, like cricket. Yeah, the professionals were looked down upon by the affluent amateurs who golfed for pleasure and not to make money. Now there's a, still a strict definition of amateur and professional, but it's less class-based, right? Pro golfers are usually folks who make a living doing golf instruction, or they run a golf course, or even just the pro shop at the golf course. Um, being professional doesn't necessarily correlate with skill. You get to be a very talented amateur that's better than a professional, but the professional is someone who spends most of their time playing golf, being around golf, doing golf stuff, right? So eventually you get good. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, amateurs now are just, you know, anyone, they can compete in amateur tournament tournaments with strict rules on maximum prize money and so on and so forth. Speak for um, yourself, bud. <laughs> and if you're an especially skilled professional, like uh, Mr. Tiger Woods here, uh, you're going to be competing in major televised tournaments like the PGA Tour, US Open, and whatnot. Some of them become celebrities, some of them don't. Um, you know, that is professional athletes, you know. Yeah, I mean, how, how many golfers can I name? Uh, um, Tiger Woods. Yeah. Uh, Lee Carvalho. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, I mean, was... impressive that you got a woman on there. Uh, I, I, yeah, okay. I'm out. You know, Nick Faldo. I probably should have put a slide in here about women in golf, and I didn't do that. I guess it, it is the boys club. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, yeah. This yeah. is what happens when when we get you guys to to write the episodes. Monica Swordstone. Yeah. <laughs> One day, golf became a real estate scam. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I'm already thinking it's kind of started out that way, you know. So, one thing about golf courses is that at least some people oh, think they're Christ. pretty to look at, right? It's 
essentially uh no <laughs> no no totally artificial unsustainable ecologically barren except when an alligator walks through it uh <laughs> just ugly as sin they spray paint some of the shit green at augusta uh you know it fucking they, they are fake trees and shit absolutely not no yeah yeah because it's essentially um you know it's a big park that only a few people can use at a time and also you might get hit by a ball so naturally, golf courses could be the centerpiece of like at, uh, at Augusta. They literally pipe in bird noise. They literally <laughs> have loud, like concealed loudspeakers to make you think it's more of a natural environment. Yes, they do. Do not do not allow yourself to be gaslit by America's southern planters. So naturally, golf courses could also be the centerpiece of big high-end. Well, I mean, I, I don't think we're beating the planter allegations from from uh, Lexington Golf Club or what? Lexington Country Club what? is like a, a nice place to be. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I can't win that one. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. Thus was born in 1922 the golf course community at Temple Terraces, Florida. Oh boy. Um, yeah, the whole community was centered around the golf course and the country club. To the point where the houses didn't even have kitchens. Everyone was supposed to eat meals communally at the country uh, Golf yeah. communism. Fuck. Yeah. yeah this th is th the this worst is... kind of communism that's ever been implemented, and I include Stalinism. Yeah, oh, this, communism is, this, will is where, this, this is where the, the leftist kitchen discourse <laughs> goes. Um, well, we have communal what, kitchens. What will your role be in the leftist golf commune? <laughs> The golf commune, yeah. Uh, let me get uh Yeah, every, everyone wants to run the the. Everyone wants to run the pro shop. No one wants to clean the ball washers. Golf commune. <laughs> <laughs> now, originally these were intended as vacation homes, but people liked the place enough that once they bought houses, they modified <laughs> them, put kitchens in the houses, and lived permanently on the golf course. Yeah, people really don't like having a shared kitchen. It turns out. Yeah. Yeah. Same same thing happened in the Soviet Union. You have a sort of experimental period, and then people are like, "This communalka sucks." I build me a Stalinka. Yeah, fucking freaks. Oh come on, there. I get the nuts back. Okay. Waiting for a kind of golf Stalin to emerge. Yeah. <laughs> the popularity of these developments blew up in the 1950s because more people could afford suburban houses and more people could golf. Now, the financial model. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> the financial model for this kind of golf course community is simple. A Developer buys the land, they build the golf course and the houses, and use the sale of houses to fund operations of the golf course. Now, it's a if you have symbiotic a, relationship. If you have a keen eye here, though, you might notice a problem. There's a finite amount of houses to sell, and the golf course has to keep operating continuously. <laughs> More houses. It's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. It's a sort of golf-powered Ponzi scheme. So if you keep in mind that not all the homeowners are golfers and these sorts of clubs are often financially unsustainable and go under relatively quickly, this makes everyone mad. I paid to live next to a golf course. I want to see the golf course. Or, but since not everyone's paying to use the golf course, this is not a sustainable situation. Some people, you know, they move into these towns, they actually genuinely want a golf, uh, and then the course shuts down, and then some people paid for views of the golf course, and now it's either overgrown, or it's being redeveloped into houses, or, worst of all, being turned into a public park. Everyone gets mad about this, and they try to sue each other. Um, it happens constantly. Oh. Um, yeah. And an here's effective great... use of land. Here, here's some great land use here in Sun City, Arizona. 
count the golf courses here. The, the thing I that have... bothers me most about this <laughs> is that it's a desert, that it's built yes. in a desert, that you, you're trying to maintain a lot of extremely manicured grass in a desert. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, it's almost as bad as the alfalfa feels just off camera. Yeah. <laughs> At least you can eat alfalfa. No, you can't. Only horses <laughs> can. <laughs> when uh, you know what's what, what's that proverb? You know, and the the last um, the last alfalfa believe... field is burned. Only then will we discover that we cannot eat golf balls. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I I believe the actual proverb is hay is for horses. Um, mm. <laughs> I, re I think I could eat alfalfa if I needed to. Yeah. yeah. Fact um, check this. Devin, can I eat alfalfa? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, speaking of real estate scams, I'm we have to talk different. about our boy, Donnie from Queens. There he is. He likes he, golf. He loves it. He loves this shit. Because loves it makes him, him feel like a rich guy. It makes him feel important. It makes him feel, you know, uh, sort of like an aristocrat, he which is. is his, like, fondest great dream. And I mean, he like epitomizes a lot of golf shit because he's trying to imitate the kind of like old money thing, but he just does it by spray painting it gold and it looks tacky as fuck and everyone hates it. 